What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cinema Conversations with Poe. I'm your host, Poe. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the 12th episode of Cinema Conversations with Poe. And this is going to be a spoiler-free review and thoughts on the latest DC film, Blue Beetle. And I just want to start off by saying this. It's probably something I've never started with on an episode before. I have never seen a better representation of Latino culture in a film like Blue Beetle. It was just fantastic. You know, I'm part Mexican from my father. My mother is British. But seeing Latino culture on the big screen in a film, in a big budget film like Blue Beetle, is insane. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable! I laughed, I cried, I cheered, I wooed, I was smiling, I had goosebumps all over me. I was, excuse me, sorry, I've never been so invested in a film like Blue Beetle. I mean, I saw the trailer and I was like, yo, this looks great. They didn't give too much away. I only saw the first one of, uh, of the first trailer they released and I just felt that the second trailer gave a little... I always felt that the second trailers, when they re- release a second trailer, they give away too much, and I'm glad I didn't watch the second trailer, because um, I was watching a, a, a history of it and a review of it, and, and they were showing screenshots from the trailer, and I was like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't, because they were showing you know too much, in my opinion. But Blue Beetle is the latest DC film, and it kicks off the DC cinematic universe, because there's been a big change with the... Uh, DC. I think I should have pointed out as well that this is going to be a fairly long review of uh, Blue Beetle. There's a lot to talk about, especially, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a spoiler-free review, but there's still a lot to talk about. I'm a big comic head, and I love comics, and I've, I've grown up on comics, so just wanted to make that clear. But it's but Blue Beetle is the newest take in the DCU. It's the first one in the DCU. Uh, which I think is a perfect way to introduce the DC Universe. And if I'm being perfectly honest, if this is the way that they're going in terms of how Blue Beetle was, then I think the DCU is in perfect hands. You know, I'm not going to get too political about it with the stuff between Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder and everything. You know, it, it was a missed opportunity that we didn't get to see Zack Snyder's full vision for this and... I don't hate James Gunn. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a good dude. He knows what he's doing. I just don't like... Um, there's some things I don't like uh, about what's going on with the DCU. But I think, honestly, Blue Beetle was a perfect introduction for it. You know, And one thing, one big thing I really liked about Blue Beetle was that there was no interactions with any other characters. It was a straight up... I want to say it's an origin... Well, it is an origin story, but not... Okay, it is, but it doesn't feel like an origin story, you know. It Well, no, it is an origin story. Sorry, forgive me. But it just, you know... When you watch comic book films and they have... And they just focus more on the story, the character, and everything else within that film, and they don't overcomplicate it 
with interactions with other characters and stuff, it makes it better, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, there are some good films with interactions, certain films do need interactions and stuff, but I think with Blue Beetle, I think why, I think it works so well, for me, anyway, was because it was, it was you know, it stuck to its core, it had a lot of heart, a lot of, a lot of emotion, and it had a lot of themes to it, and, you know, as I said, I crowded it, you're probably thinking, you're probably listening to this thinking, why the hell did you cry at a comic book film? And it, I mean, you know, I'm not going to ruin it. Uh, although it was funny because I was talking to a friend about it before on the phone and just ended up like telling him what happened and I was like, oops, sorry. <laughs> but this film just, it it stayed true to what it was about. It didn't, you know, it didn't have any other interactions with other characters. As I said, it's the first introduction to the DC universe. And it was just fantastic. You know, everything... I've seen a lot of people, particularly on Letterboxd, giving their reviews and saying, you know, it was okay and this, that and the other. But I think if you're someone of Latino culture, you know, if you're Hispanic or... You know, you have family of it. I think this is gonna you, you're gonna love this. You know, as I said, as I stated before, I'm part I'm I'm half Mexican from my father, and the fact that they put Jamie Reyes uh, as a Mexican American, I just thought it was the was just so so cool to see that. And I I said before that I've never been more proud to be Mexican because it's incredible. You know, we've we've had. We had Black Panther, we had uh, Shang-Chi, we had Miss Marvel, we've had Pravita Papaka in Across the Spider-Verse. You know, we're getting getting representations that, you know, we need to see on the big screen in cinema. We're, We're getting, we're finally getting representations from people from different cultures. And, you know, I think Hollywood could have done a better job had given us more representations of different cultures. But obviously, you know, it's it's the same old stuff that it's like, oh, we're taking a risk, we're taking a risk. It's like, but cultures like this, but representation matches, sorry. You know, when I was growing up, I didn't, there was no, there was no representation, there was no Mexican representation. I had nothing, you know. Of course, if I knew that there was a comic called Blue Beetle and it was about a young kid who was Mexican-American, I would have loved it. But obviously, you know, I I didn't even... I know I said I grew up on comics, but I, I you know, Blue Beetle was a character I found a couple of years ago and everything, and I knew of the character, but didn't know that he was of uh, Latino culture. Excuse me, Latino culture, sorry. And to see something like this, you know, it's going to do wonders for young uh, Latino kids. I hope I've got this right. I, I don't want to be wrong or anything. I hope that young kids look at this and think, oh my gosh, wow, I can see myself in that character. I feel represented in that, you know? If I saw something, if I was six and I saw something like Blue Beetle, I would be freaking out because, you know, there's the in the, in the media and everything, look, I'll, I'll try not to get too political with this, so bear with me on this. But in the media, there has to be more representation, and representation matters a lot. You know, we've got too much stuff going on in the world right now that I think that 
representation matters so much, you know. And I think Blue Beetle is going to do wonders for it. I, I got I came out of the cinema screen and I was talking to one of the guys at, at Cineworld and I was just so happy. I said, could you imagine? I said, if I was in America with a bunch of Latinos and Lati Latinos and Latinos. Yeah, a bunch of Latinos and Latinas. Uh, I'd have been freaking out, you know. I would be on cloud 10 and be in my own element with other people. It was just incredible, you know. I, as I said, I cried, I laughed, I cheered. I didn't like cheer loud in the cinema I just I, I was laughing and you know and I was just so ecstatic about this I knew this film was going to be good but my god I had no idea that this film was going to be like that you know with a lot of heart and a lot of emotion and a family being the the core strength of it all and everything like that and it was just unbelievable I hope I'm saying this right Angel Manuel Soto made a phenomenal film, a really phenomenal film, in my opinion. He's a Puerto Rican director. I, I, I haven't watched any of his stuff, but I'm, I'm so happy that he made this film and we got to see this film because, it, funnily enough, here's a little fun fact. Um, this film was meant to be on streaming on HBO Max. Obviously, it's called Max now. Sounds stupid. It's like saying flicks instead of Netflix. Don't make any sense, but whatever. But it was meant to be a streaming film and it wasn't meant to have a theatrical release. And I was like, yo, come on, like, you can't do that. And then during the Warner Brothers and HBO shift, um, Blue Beetle ended up being one of those films that ended up getting a theatrical release. As did Evil Dead Rise. Um, but to see this in a cinema was perfect. There was no way that I could watch this in the comfort of my own home or have to wait six months or a year to watch this because, you know, it was just, it was fantastic. You know, I'm so happy I got to see this in cinema. I was a bit pissed that I couldn't experience this in IMAX because there was only one showing of it and that was at 10 past one and I was currently at work. But, oh, excuse me, so sorry guys. I, uh, I was so happy I got to watch this. I didn't care. I was just like, I don't care. I want to... I want to watch this, and and it was actually funny because, excuse me, I got a um, I finished work at five, and I said I was gonna um. I was gonna watch it, but then literally, like, I finished work at five. I got the bus back into town. I got a couple of Blu-rays, and then I I got a a text from a friend saying like I'm uh he was there with his lad and he was there with his other mate. He was like come for the half five show, and I was like oh snap i was like I gotta hurry up so i literally like ran down to the cinema got down and five minutes about before it I, it started you know I, I just came in for the last trailer and it was great and i was was right at the top a great view and it was just it was fantastic it was funny because my mate looked at me like after i got a bit upset and everything he was like he was like you okay and i was like yep <laughs> like just trying to cool it all off it was like it's just, it's, it's just the light that's in my eyes that's all but it was a really emotional film and it had that value of it about it and everything and it was it was a lot you know i just want to point out that even though this film is amazing grandma reyes kicks ass and i mean that you'll know exactly what i mean the woman who plays her it deserves an oscar for that she was amazing and she was so much fun 
it was brilliant. Grandma Reyes is, I think someone should ever, I think every grandma kicks ass, but Grandma Reyes was unbelievable and she was fantastic. But no, Blue Beetle was incredible and it was just, you know, I think, I think people are getting fed up with DC now and I can understand, but this film really does deserve the support. It d deserves all the support it can get. It deserves endless amounts of support because it is a, it feels fresh it feels new it doesn't feel like a dc film even though it is you know it's it's a fun film it's funny it's got heart it's got character it's got emotion it's quite touching and powerful and you know thought-provoking as well and everything and it's really oh i'm so sorry guys it's it's fantastic you know i read before that apparently it took lower income for um than Shinzam and Flash on opening night and I was like no like I will go to America and I will get a bunch of my Latino and Latina brothers and sisters and I will buy out every cinema get myself more in debt um I'm joking and just um and buy out every cinema and support this because right now it deserves all the support and love it can get you know it is Oh man! Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have I should have really done this before when I was uh, more awake and stuff. I do apologize, everybody. So sorry for yawning and burping, but it was fantastic, and I think, as I said, you know, this film does deserve all the support it can get. It deserves all the love it can get. It's just a really great film, and it is fantastic. Oh my gosh! I'm... No, I'm okay. I thought I was gonna yawn again, but I'm okay. But. You know, as I said, it it's based on DC Comics. I probably should I've probably started this podcast all wrong, you know, but it, it it's based on DC Comics and I remember when I was at uni actually, uh there was this little comic book shop and they had like a bunch of old new fifty two comics and one of them just happened to be Blue Beetle. They had like a massive stack at the back and I was looking through and everything and I picked up one and it said Blue Beetle and I thought that looks epic. And I think it was like a, a 11 quid or something like that. And they had the second one. <laughs> oh, so sorry. They had the second one. And I bought that like a couple of days later. I read both of them. And then I couldn't find anything else. I mean, there was a crisis on Infinite Comic, but that was it. But I couldn't find anything else. And then... Uh... Oh, no, sorry. The, the They had the Rebirth stuff, which I couldn't... Me, sorry, which there was the rebirths stuff, but I couldn't find them. Excuse me, and they were hard to find because DC had a they had the new 52 and then they did a rebirth and changed a lot of stuff around, so it was kind of hard to find the rebirth stuff. And then I remember ages ago that Amazon had them, and uh, there was only three volumes. Um, oh no, I think Amazon ran out of prints for them or something. I got there, I think I got the first. The first two on Amazon and then... Uh, first two on Wardstones and the third one on Amazon. But, yeah, it was it was wild. And I remember reading the New 52 ones, being in love with it. Um, I mean, it took me a while before I got onto the Rebirth ones. But it, it they, they were fantastic. I'd never read anything like that before. So, when I saw that they were doing a film and then saw... Um, 
of the character and everything, I, I I was just down for it. I thought I thought, wow, what a way for Blue Beetle to to do that because he is a quite I would say he's a popular character, but not you know compared to other comic book characters, you know he's he's getting there. There's been there was three three Blue Beetles. I mean, it go Blue Beetle goes back from the eighties, I believe it is, or the seventies, and. There's been three Blue Beetles, and Jamie Reyes is the uh, recent Blue Beetle, which is which shows you exactly in the film. It's not a spoiler or anything. It shows you that, and you know he gets a scarab, and it you know he ends up having it ends up going in his back, and the only way that he can get rid of it is like obviously when he's dead and everything like that. But it chooses you. That's what they say. It says the scarab chooses you, and you're like a product in a way, and it it's fantastic. It's great. When I saw the trailer, I was ecstatic. I was so happy because I was like, this looks brilliant. I was like, this is right on my street. This is exactly what I would expect from a Blue Beetle film. And it was right up there. And then, of course, you have, um, who is it? Cholo Maradueña. I hope, I really hope I've said that right. And the fact that, now I've not watched Cobra Cry. And everyone was, there was a lot of people I know who who was who were obsessed with that. And they said, oh, I'm so sorry, excuse me. Oh, excuse me, sorry. They said that um, that he was from Cobra Kai, and I'd never, I've not watched Cobra Kai, but I've heard it's really, really good. And a lot of people was like, oh my God, Cholo is going to be thingy, like Cobra Kai star Cholo. I was like, I've never seen Cobra Kai, which I need to get onto. I've had a friend who's been telling me to watch it. Um, but I just thought that, you know, he enhanced, like, he really made it his own. And he did a fantastic job of portraying Jamie Reyes. And I could not have asked, uh, there could not have been a better actor to play Jamie Reyes than Cholo. He's fantastic. I googled it of, of his ethnicity and he's uh, Mexican, Puerto Rican and Ecuadorian of descent I thought wow I was like talk about like wow you know I was like I'm a bit jealous there I'm only of Mexican descent but you know it it was um he was fantastic you know you look at the comics and then you look at him it was perfect um it was just it was fantastic I I'm uh, I and I'm not even getting emotional. It's just, it really blew me away. That I didn't think it was going to blow, blow me away the way that it did. You know, it was just, the CGI in this film. This is a film, Blue Beetle for me is a film that was taken very, that was taken well cared of. And they treated it so well. The CGI looked amazing. The visuals were fantastic cinematography was brilliant i've seen a lot of people saying that the, the writing and the story is a bit meh and i just thought you've really like i don't know it, it just be me i mean i gave it a five on letterbox i was like i don't care i was like this is amazing this is probably one of my favorite films in this year and this is in my top 10 films of this year so far and i think is this my 74th film yeah i think it's my 74th film of this year which is absolutely wild you know we're we're in august and 
for every time I've yawned, I, I would, I should do a, a thing for it. I'm so sorry if, if, if you've got this on headphones or anything and it comes out really loud, I do apologise. But I think this is the 74th film of this year for me. But Blue Beetle was just, it blew me away. I'd never, I haven't seen anything like this for a while. You know, the representation, as I said, is just fantastic. Everything about this film is brilliant. You also have George Lopez playing Rudy. And then you also have Susan Sarandon. And I'm not going to lie, Susan Sarandon's a great actress. And she played her role well. I hated her in the film. I don't want to say hate. I despised her in the film. But then, but that's when you know an actor's done the done the good job is when you hate the character or you don't you dislike the character. Hate's not a good word to use. I've tried to use less of that, but yeah. For God's sake, I need to. I should have really recorded this before earlier. I'm so sorry if if you're listening to this and I keep like yawning. Susan Sarandon's even in it, and she's brilliant. Like I actually liked her performance in this. If you've never watched any of her films, go watch one of uh, go watch her films. One of her best films for me, Thelma and Louise, and I only recently watched that this year. And good lord, what a film that was! But she was great. She was so menacing and evil, and she played her character so well. You know everything about this film was fantastic. I could not have. I I I I'm gonna lose count how many times I'm gonna say, it, but I could not have asked. For a better representation of Latino culture than I did with Blue Beetle, because it was just done so well that I'm so glad we we got this, and I hope that the Latino culture respond, the com- Latino community responds so well to this because it's something I think we need right now. You know, you know, it's it is incredible. You know, I'm just I couldn't be more happy. And be so proud to be Mexican. Like, you know, not, not to get too into it or too deep. I, I struggled with it when I was a kid. You know, I, I had a lot of... I went through a lot of stuff. I'd get people telling me that I didn't belong here and I wasn't... I should go back to my home country and you, you're not welcome here and all this, basically. And, you know, to have something like that, you know, it's not nice. And what I'm saying is, is that, you know, when I was a kid, it's not that I wasn't proud of being Mexican, I was, I just, I didn't know much about my culture and heritage and ethnicity because of, my dad wasn't around, and this isn't a sob story, like, my dad wasn't around, but to have something like Blue Beetle at 26, almost 30 years later, almost 30 years, but we finally get a representation that I can relate to and i can stand up and go that's me like that's me in blue beetle like i'm a part of that but anybody can can do that you know any and it's just it's fantastic it makes me so happy and it warms my heart so much that we that latino latinos and can have a can have a voice like that cholo is going cholo Mirandueña is gonna ha- is gonna be incredible. He's going to do, he's gonna do wonders. I I found out from my friend that he was in Liverpool last year, obviously for Cobra Kai, and I was like, if he comes to the UK again, I was like, I really want to meet him and just say thank you for this film because, he you know he's twenty two and I'm twenty six, so four years difference. But I'm just so happy that I can watch a film like that and go, this is a f- I, that's me, 
you know, I, I can I can wholeheartedly say that, you know, I, mean, I remember, uh, I think it was Isa Gonzalez, and she said that, a, a, I, I saw a comment, and she said about getting a representation for the Latino community, and we have that now, you know, Black Panther, you know, they had Black Panther, and Shang-Chi, and Miss Marvel, and everything, and I just thought, you know, just, just wait, like, Latinos, we we will get our time, and we got it. We we well, we got it with Ned, Ned Moore in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. But he's not a hero. He's more like, you know, he's a both. He's not a villain or a hero. He's more like anti-hero. But to say that we have our own Latino hero, and it's Blue Beetle, and it's just, it's something I never thought in during my lifetime. That I would see something like this. You know, I'm 26. I'm still young, and to see something like this is just unbelievable. And it's just, it, it really does blow me away. It takes the word. It just really does shock me, in a good way. It overwhelms me in a good way, and it just makes me so happy. It warms my heart because I remember being that little kid with no representation, couldn't find anything of it. And then I see something like this and I'm like, oh my God, I'm 26 and I and I can relate to this and everything like that. It just makes me unbelievably happy to see something like this. And I'm, couldn't, I could not ask for a better representation. I'm sorry for repeating it. I have a habit of repeating words. But it was just absolutely fantastic. You know, I was there going like, this is exactly what I want. And then you say that and then you go watch the film and you're like, whoa, I was not expecting anything like that. You know, you 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 don't expect it. It's unbelievable. And it just, man, I can't wait to have kids of my own. I mean, I know they'll be quarter Mexican when, when I'm, uh, when I have my kids and stuff. But I can't wait to show them and go, yo, like and show them a representation of something like this because it, it's insane really is ins it's just insane how this went from being a streaming film to then getting a theatrical release despite the box office but having more positive reviews and especially for cholo and saying this is a great film and it's just a fun film that anyone can see god i absolutely loved it I adore this film. It's, as I said, it will be in my top 10 for this year. No doubt about it. You know, we got a lot of films to cover in this year. And we still got some good big ones coming out this year. But I, it will be in my top 10. If it's not in the top 10, it'll be in the top 20 for sure. But top 10, I th you know, there's, there's some great films coming out this year. I'm going to do a, uh, I'm going to do an episode of my top 10 films of this year and explain about them and everything. But I just loved Blue Beetle so much that if I ever get the chance to meet Angel Manuel Soto, I'd just love to hug that man and say thank you so much because I've been waiting for something like this and this means so means the world for me. And the same with um, Cholo Meredueña, sorry. If I ever get the chance to meet him, I would just want to give him a hug and say thank you so much because you know you, you crushed it, you absolutely nailed it. You know, if I get a little emotional, please forgive me. But it's just it's just something like this that I never thought would happen in my lifetime. 
and it's 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 fantastic. I think this. I really do think that this is going to do wonders for Latino communities and everything like that because people can then go, "That's me on the big screen." Anybody can look at that and think and go, "Oh my God, that's me," you know. I'm twenty six and I watch and I can watch that film and go, "That's me," you know. He's Mexican American. I'm Mexican British. Well, British Mexican, because I was born here. But still, it's just it's unbelievable, and it's just honestly, I'm if if don't worry, it's not a glitch in the matrix. I joke. If I keep saying the same thing over, I just have a habit of repeating myself. I'm just, I'm ecstatic to see something like this. I never in a million years would I think like this would happen. It's unbelievable. I'm just so happy for the whole cast and crew of um of Blue Beetle that have made this film and made it possible. You know, Warner Brothers have a bit where they like to poke their nose in stuff and, you know, do stuff like that. But I'm so glad that they just let Angel do his own thing and made the film that he wanted to make and show what he wanted to show and just give it to us the way that he did. And he just knocked it out the park. He really, really did. I just could, and I'm so happy for him. I'm happy for Cholo. You know, it was just fantastic. And the, the supporting cast as well are fantastic. You know, I didn't I didn't write them names. The only one that I did write was uh, Bruno Man, uh, Marquezine. And she's a brilliant actress and she's brilliant. She was one of them who was really good, actually. But the rest of the, the cast was, was fantastic. Um, I think that, you know, this, as I, as I, as I've said numerous times, this film is going to do wonders, or at least I hope it does, you know, I hope that young kids, Latino kids can watch this and just go and just be amazed and, and, and starstruck by this. Any kid can watch this, not just Latino kids. But what what I'm saying is is that I hope though that there that there is a young kid out there who's just watching this and is starstruck and saying that's a representation I saw, you know, it's great despite all that's going on in the world today. As I said before, representation matters so much because if you're a young kid and you see something like this of your own, um, of your own agenda and your own culture. You're, you're drawn more to it, you know? How many people, like, you know, when Black Panther came out, it was such a big thing, and I was like, this is going to do wonders. Like, I loved Black Panther, you know? But to have something like that, and then it go up to getting being nominated for Oscar, which, you know, I know it caused a lot of controversy, but it doesn't matter, you know? Every, but it's not just superhero films of representation there should be more representation in films themselves more representation you know i i said this the other day it, it still stayed on topic go with me there was a film called prince of persia and i said that if there were, if there was ever a remake that i would love to see i would love a true per, uh, prince of persia film with persian actors and writers and directors a whole crew and just you know make it make it true to its core you know and it's like i said then representation matters everything you know 
matters and stuff, it should be, we should be having more stuff like this in Hollywood. It's it's slowly getting there, but I still feel that more needs to be done. More needs to be done for this, you know. Get more Mexican actors in because I'm telling you there there are some incredible Mexican actors out there. Diego Calva from uh, Babylon, Damien Chazelle is amazing. You know, get more um in Indian actors. You know, more black leads, more Chinese leads, more Korean leads, just more everything. You know, because I you know you've watched stuff. And you've read stuff and uh, I've watched and read stuff where people be like, oh, it's a gamble. Oh, it's a gamble. Are people going to respond to this? It's like, are you seriously taking the piss here? Sorry for the pe- the profanity, you know, but, but it's, it, it generally is. I'm just there thinking like, are you seriously taking the piss? Like, who gives a shit if it's, if it's, um, taking a risk or not? It, this, this matters a lot. This really matters and I just get, and it proper fires me up because it means the world, it will mean the world to, to a young kid or, yeah, a young kid if they see themselves on something on the big screen when they watch it or in animation, you know, or in a superhero film like this or Marvel or DC, whatever, you know, it will do wonders. I I, I think it's such a, it's such an ignorant and, you know, dangerously arrogant comment to make saying it's a gamble. It's not a gamble. I would love it if if 10 years from now, there's we're getting more representation in films and TV, you know, films and series, you know. Who, who cares, you know? If they made, like, a, a futuristic film about, I don't know, Mexico, with a bunch of Mexicans, uh, Mexican people in that film, then go ahead and do it, you know? And they always say, well, you know, if it's not big actors, it's not going to sell. It's like, that's a lot of horse manure. See what I did there? I'm choking. You know, if, if they did, like, a, 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 a Chinese, like, not a Chinese apocalyptic thriller, like, I, I don't know how to describe it, but if there was, like, yeah, let's just say if, if there wasn't a pot apocalyptic thriller and stuff, and you know you had Chinese actors and leads and stuff like that, it would be great. You know, representation matters. More representation needs to be done in Hollywood. More needs to be done. There needs to be more. You know, people of every every color, every orient, every. Every heritage, ethnicity, every a minority, every culture needs to be represented represented on the big screen. It does wonders with everything that's going on in the world in the world right now. Representation matters so much, you know. No, no, n- no one is an enemy of something. You, you, of course, you're gonna get people that will hate on it, and and I and and I think that's just stupid. I don't agree with that with at all, you know when. I mean, we're all one. Bruce Lee had it. Bruce Lee, obviously, you know who Bruce Lee is. Bruce Lee had it that we were all one big family. You know, it didn't matter about what we looked like, our skin color, anything like that at all. We were one family, and he's absolutely right. We are one big family, 
And I just think that representation matters and there needs to be more leads and Hollywood needs to change change its gear. I mean, we've, we've still got the sag strikes that are going on and everything, but more needs to be done. We need more stuff like this, you know? We need more like this because otherwise, you know, it's just not going to look good, you know? You, you can't have a white person playing... Uh, playing a Polish person. It wouldn't make sense. For a film like that, it would need to be a Polish person playing a Polish actor, a, a Polish character, you know? But it's it, it's key. It, it really is key. We need more more for this, you know? More needs to be done about this. Even, I, I, I've, I've thought about it a lot where I thought about doing, like, a small independent, like, film production company and having people come in and of different backgrounds and ethnicities and cultures and stuff and showcasing that stuff because it's a side we don't see that's why i always say that foreign you know it goes in with foreign films as well you know but i think more more needs to be done and and you know i'm i'm sorry if i've shied away a little bit from from about blue beetle but representation for this is key in my eyes and i think just more needs to be done for this and i think if they show that in hollywood then i think we can we can we can be better and we need to be better we need to do more you know it just it's like i said then when i was younger there was no representation of mexican i think the closest probably i had was maybe mask of zorro but i mean i could be wrong but it doesn't matter. More needs to be done about this. There needs to be more shown. And I think if Hollywood is willing to do that, to do more of that, then we are on the right path. However, if Hollywood isn't, we're in big trouble. Because it's like, it doesn't matter where you're from. It's like, not not all leads are, can, can be white. You know, anyone can, can be a lead, you know? Pardon me, sorry, I do, forgive me. You know, anybody can do do a lead. Anybody. Not just a white man. Black man, Chinese man, Korean man, Indian man, and you know, Mexican man, anyone. Anyone. There's no, we need to get rid of that filter of just having it as a white person be a lead. Anybody from any, from different culture, minority, ethnicity, and heritage can be a lead. Anybody can. Anybody. And more needs to be done about this. I really am sorry if I'm getting too fired up about this. It's just, it, it bugs me, you know, because I always say that we're all, uh, we're, not, we're not all one, because Bruce Lee said that. But we're not. No one is 100% of anything, you know. We're all from different places around the world. Our, our ancestors are from different places. It's what makes us all. No one is... No one is, uh, anything. No, no, no one is just of. Of one from a country, like no one's British, and then they're one hundred percent British. They'll be like British, but like British and Scottish, or British and. I don't know. There's just not, and I think more, and I just think we need to do more for that, you know. And Blue Beetle for me, I think Blue Beetle is a fantastic. Is a is a brilliant representation of that. We. As I said before, we are slowly getting there, but more needs to be done. More needs to be done. 
and as I said, you know, I'm I'm sorry. It it just for getting fired up. It just it does my head in, you know, because representation is matter. Representation is key, and it it does a lot. Like I said, you have a young, you have a child who sees himself on the big screen. It's gonna do wonders. And then, as I said, I'm twenty six, and to see Blue Beetle, and to then say that he's Mexican American, I thought, oh my god, yes, I've never been more proud to be Mexican than I am. And I've never been able, been able to be comfortable in my own skin in the 26 years that I've been alive for to say I'm a proud Mexican. But after watching Blue Beetle, I'm like, yeah, I am a proud Mexican. I'm proud of of the fact that I have Mexican in me and that I'm of Mexican descent. You know, I've never felt more fired up and more happy to witness something like this. You know, I'm unbelievably happy and I can't tell you how happier film like Blue Beetle makes me, you know, I broke down on the phone again to my nan because I said I've struggled so much with my life to, uh, to accept myself as Mexican and, you know, I never denied it that I was Mexican, but I did always struggle, uh, because as I said, you know, I had people making comments about me and stuff and then to see something like this, it's like, oh, it's like, I just felt like a kid. I really did feel like a kid when I was watching this because this made me so happy. And with how everything is, I thought, oh my God, like, this is everything I'd want in a film like this. You know? I would love it if they did a film of, of, uh, of, of all, with all, of all different people from different, uh, South America, you know? Uh, and funnily enough, actually, because I'm I'm an aspiring director as well and and, and a writer, uh, I I I've actually had my own day for wanting to do a film of all, uh, an all, uh, South American lead film, and you know I'm still still working on it and stuff, but I I've had my ideas for that. I was like, you know, when I do films, I don't want to just do I don't want to do films in the present day, but there's a couple that I want to do in today's world and stuff. And I would just think it'd be it'd be a really good film to do, and it's it's something that I I I've clothed, stayed close to my heart with. I was like I would love to do that. I've got it all sorted. I know how it's all gonna go. But look, Blue Beetle is a great film. If you get the chance to watch this, please watch this. You know it is a great film. It's fantastic. You know it is a very different from most of the superhero films we see. The CGI is fantastic. The the writing, it the right look. The writing, yeah, I I will give a bit. The writing can be a bit hit and miss, but well, not hit and miss. It's just some some things. I can't say because it's spoiler free. No, do you know what? Actually, I'm not even. Gonna, let's just pretend I didn't say that, and let's just pretend that that I said instead that the writing is good. I I like the writing for this film. It didn't bother me too much. I just ignored everything when I watched this film. I pretty much ignored everything about in this you know it could have had a, a weak script and it would not have cared i would not have cared because everything else about it was great it was the story the emotion the heart and the you know the themes and everything that really got me on this film that made me just love this film so much from the opening shot to the to the mid scene to then the end and and the fight sequences and the action sequences and everything was great the CGI, I just want to say as well, the costume for Blue Beetle was fantastic. 
I've when DC do their costumes, they never miss at all. They never fail. They all understand the assignment. And the Blue Beetle costume was fantastic. It re reminded me of the the new Fifty Two a lot. You know, obviously there were some changes and stuff, but aside from that, I think it was just fantastic what they did and everything. And it was great. If you get the chance to watch this film, please, please go and watch this because it is a fantastic film. It is really, really, really good. For me, I loved it, you know. You want a great action-adventure film with this? Great. And definitely, if you are a Latina watching this, you are going to love this. And this is everything I think you would want in something like this. It's fantastic. You know, it's everything it, It's everything you thought you would want in a film like this. And then you go watch it and you just think to yourself, wow. You know, you just think... Because I, I, I'll be honest, I, I had no idea that it was going to be that, that good. I was like, right, Sunday, I'm working till five again. I'm going to go and watch it. And I'm going to see this film as many times as I can in cinema. Excuse me. For however long it's in there. And, you know, I saw Across the Spider-Verse ten times, but even I would try and do uh, Blue Beetle ten times as well, or even eleven, you know. This film was truly fantastic, that if you, you know, it's great. Also, just to want to point out, there is a mid-credit scene and the post-credit scene, but the post-credit scene really isn't worth uh, staying for, however... The mid credit scene is brilliant, and I really hope we get a sequel for this film because it's it's been great, you know. From what I can gather, the mid credit scene is fantastic, you know. Uh, I definitely definitely sets up for a sequel, um, but I'm excited. Look, I'm excited to see where the DCU goes. I'm excited to see what they do with Blue Beetle. I really hope this film picks up at the box office and people go out there and support it. I know there's been a lot going on with DC right now and I know it's extremely hard being a DC fan. But really, I think when with certain stuff like this, it can get rewarding. And Blue Beetle was a reward that I didn't expect to see that I just thought, you know, because I remember watching it and I was just like, oh boy, we, we were, we, uh, we got really good with this. We got extremely lucky with this. We got a great cast. We got a great director. We got a great lead. We had a great writer, great story. We had a great soundtrack. The score on this, by the way, is superb. Absolutely increíble, if we're going to go Spanish. But uh, it's fantastic. You know, it is just brilliant. I never in a million years thought that we'd get something like this and here I am at 26 years of age and getting a representation of something like this that is so dear that means so much to me and is so dear to me and and I just feel unbelievably happy to see something like this and it it, it warms my heart it really really warms you have no idea how much this film means to me and how much this film will mean to me for the rest of my life because this really just took me by surprise with everything that's happened. You know, I never thought I would see anything like this at all. And I'm just like, wow. You know, I, I just, I loved it. Oh, oh, so sorry. I absolutely loved Blue Beetle. And 
I can't wait to see this film again and 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 again. And for however many times I can watch it in cinema, because I'll still have my uh, Limitless and everything. It, um, it was just fan-bloody-tastic. You know, fantastico. It was just incredible and it was just unbelievable and... What a film. It was just absolutely incredible. And yeah, I'm, I just want to apologize if, for the yawning and the burping, but I also just want to apologize for how I got fired up. But it's just for me, representation matters. And it's just something that I've been very strong and passionate about and that I feel that, that, you know, representation does matter and stuff. So uh, you could probably do like a, a pound for every time I said that the representation and you'd However many times I've said it, you'd probably have about 50 quid or something, or something like that. <laughs> but Blue Beetle, it's a great film, man. Really, really enjoyed it. I loved everything about it. I can't wait to see it again. And it's great. It's funny. It's fun. It's action-packed. It has heart. It has humour. Uh, the, the cinematography, the story, the writing, the characters... The visuals, the sound design, the score, the story, everything about this film is just unbloody believable. It's incredible. I'm I love this film. It was great. Not that you couldn't tell. But if you ever, ever get the chance, please go watch this. Go support it. Go tell your friends about it. Go tell your parents about it. Go tell your friends. Tell them to tell their other friends. And go watch it because it really does support doesn't deserve all the support and of course none of the cast have been able to do any press or support for it which is a bit of a bummer but but i can understand why and i think it's a great move they've all done that but yeah blue beetle incredible film go watch it go have a good time and yeah it's brilliant it's really 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 fantastic um i i've still got other two podcasts before 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 this comes to the close i have still got two other episodes to do uh with blackening and haunted mansion which i'll get to them uh and i've also got strays uh to do as well and i also have theater camp coming up next week and unlimited screening for that um but yeah it's uh august has got some great films and i'm, I'm so excited to see where they go with this so yeah, I I think that pretty much craps it up by everything I said. You know, as I said from the start, that this was at least going to be an hour long or so, or almost to, to an hour, but it's clocking in at 50 minutes and maybe 51, 52, even 53, because I can, you know what I'm like. But I'm just, I've said this before about if you want to do your own podcast, if you, if you love talking about things you're passionate about, like I am, just download Spotify for podcasters and get yourself on there. It's fantastic, you know. Um... And it's just a great way for yourself to, to talk about things and to share it out and tell people about it and stuff and everything. It's just great. But, but yeah, so this has been episode 12. Um, this has been a spoiler-free review. I think when I've watched the film, when the film comes out on Blu-ray, I'm going to do a spoiler review uh, thoughts, and that won't be till about... We're in August... Might come out January twenty twenty four. I'm not too sure. Um, I think it's, I'm going to do this uh, w with certain films. 
that have that are, that have done a spoiler free, I'm gonna wait till they come out on Blu-ray and then I'm gonna uh do a spoiler another review of them and do a spoiler review talk about it. So I'm not gonna do one of those where I'm gonna say if you haven't watched it, click away and then come back. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying that like every film I watch, if it's anything like this, it will always be spoiler free. And then when it comes out on Blu-ray, I'm gonna do a spoiler review thought and everything. But so yeah, I think that pretty much every uh, wraps it up. Uh, I hope you all have a good weekend. We're at the weekend, baby. I hope you all have a good weekend. I hope you're all staying safe. I hope you had a great week. Um, I hope your weekend is filled with love and fun and all sorts of that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, what you got planned? Are you going out? What are you doing? I hope. But regardless, I hope whatever you do, you have a good time, and you stay true and you stay uh, stay careful and everything. So. Yeah, the next episode will probably be out next week. I was hoping to have five out by now, but as I said, I've still got Strays and Haunted Mansion and Blackening to do. I haven't seen Strays yet. It looks stupid, but funny at the same time. So they will be coming out soon. I'll be getting them done as soon as possible. Um, if you, st- I'm not going to be one of those that bang on about following and stuff, but if you haven't uh, following, make sure you're following and make sure you got the alarm bell and uh on notifications set to me that way you don't miss an episode or anything like that and yeah episode 13 will be out next week at some point i believe uh excuse me episode 13 will be out next week uh i think if it's not strays it will be theater camp definitely i'm looking to see seeing strays on thursday uh wednesday sorry but yeah Anyway, with that being said, that's enough about me. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you have a great weekend ahead of you. And enjoy yourself. And I will see you in the next episode of Cinema Conversations with Poe. Take care, everybody. And I hope you're all doing good. And I will see you in the next episode. Toodles.